The Apostle Paul tells us what to do if a brother in Christ is committing fornication and other sins. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Start at verse 1. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not so much named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife, and ye are puffed up. In other words, they're puffed up and saying, I can't believe this is happening. And have not rather mourned. We should be very grieved when a situation such as this happens in the church. And ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily as absent in body, but present in spirit, have judged already, as though I were present, concerning him that hath done this deed. Verse 4. Paul tells us what to do in such cases. He doesn't tell us to pray for this brother. He doesn't tell us to counsel this brother. Here's what he tells us to do. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together, and my spirit with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such an one unto Satan, for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened, for even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. We do not allow sin to sit in the church. Those who are sinning and call themselves Christians must be dealt with. You may say, well, I don't have any power to do this. You might not have any power to put that man out of the church, but you certainly have power to change churches and also to tell this sinner that you cannot keep company with him and to give him this scripture. I've done that. At Word of Faith, we had a situation like this. This man was a divorced man, and he was the teacher of our Sunday school class, and they also let him be an elder at church. Now, an elder 
could not be a a divorced person. An elder must be the husband of one wife, according to the Bible. And he must have children who demonstrate that they are under his control. Paul says, otherwise, how could you trust a man to care for the church if he does not have evidence that he can control his own household? But they let this man be an elder at Word of Faith. So I went to him. And I said, I've heard about this girlfriend. Tell me about her. And he beat around the bush. None of us even knew he had a girlfriend. It turned out this was a woman he picked up in a bar. I said, are you having sexual intercourse with this woman? And he said, of course. And I said, oh, you know the Bible as well as I do. According to 1 Corinthians 5, I can't keep company with you anymore. I can't come to your Bible class. I can't go to dinner with you. I can't eat the Word of God with you. And he said, that's right. So I departed from him, turning him over to Satan, for the destruction of the flesh. Years later, I spoke with him by phone, and he indicated to me that fornication was no longer a problem. And I felt he was telling me his flesh had been destroyed. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 For if we sin willfully, after the knowledge of the truth, there is no more sacrifice for sin. You'd have to crucify Jesus afresh if you know the truth and choose to willingly sin. Notice that Paul said, Turn him over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. And I really hope that's exactly what happens to this man. And it may be the only chance this type of person has to be restored. Because willful sinning, if you sin willfully, after the knowledge of the truth, There's no more sacrifice for your sins, according to Hebrews 10, 26. In 2 Peter chapter 2, Peter said it would have been better had he never been born again, had he never had the knowledge of the truth, than to willfully turn from it. You also read in Hebrews chapter 6, that it is impossible when a person turns from the truth to restore him. So you can read those scriptures for yourself. When Jimmy Swigert was caught with a prostitute, the Assembly of God Church sent out a notice to their churches saying, Oh, we must pray for Brother Swigert. 
During that time, I visited a little Assembly of God church in the city where I was living, and the pastor said, oh, we should pray for Brother Swaggart. And I was shocked. I was so shocked that out of my mouth came, he should be put out of the church. And a woman sitting in front of me, I said it very softly, but it was just a spontaneous moment. And she turned and just glared at me. Congregations are so out of control. The leaders fail to do the Bible, and then the congregation thinks they have to do some type of charity that is opposite to the instructions in the Bible. About two years later, Swaggart was caught with another prostitute. And Swaggart said, The Lord said to me, it's flat out none of your business what I do. With that statement, the Assembly of God defrocked Swaggart and did not allow him to be one of their preachers. He didn't care. He had a huge television audience. That was not going to affect him that much, and he knew it. He was basically a country-western singer and was doing so much singing, entertaining the congregation. We must go by the Bible. That's the only thing that we have as the church that shows the real doctrines of Christ and what to do. Now, 1 Corinthians 5, starting at verse 11, Paul says, But now have I written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or railer or a drunkard or an extortioner. With such an one know not to eat. For what have I to do to judge them that are without the church? God judges them. Do not ye judge them that are within the church? Of course we're supposed to. Them that are without, God judges. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. He knows what he's doing is a sin. He's a brother in Christ. He knows what he's doing is a sin. We don't judge the world because they don't even know what they're doing is a sin. But we are supposed to keep the church without leaven, and the church is supposed to be for those persons who are born again that have been changed by God and given new hearts and new spirits. Unfortunately, that is not the case in many churches today. What we're seeing today in the churches is the apostasy that had to happen before Jesus could return. If you will read Second. Thessalonians chapter 2, you'll read about this falling away. God said to me 
It's not people leaving the church. It's the church is leaving the scripture. If you will read it in both King James Version and NASB and pray, if you belong to God, I think he'll make it clear to you. But that's what we're seeing today are churches who have fallen away from Scripture. And they will not do things like 1 Corinthians chapter 5. They will use the excuse of, oh no, we have to pray for that drunkard who is our brother. That drunkard who says he's a Christian knows that it is a sin to be a drunkard. He already knows that. So you can't restore him with counsel because he already knows it's a sin. And to restore him would be to crucify Jesus afresh according to Hebrews 6 and Hebrews 10, 26 to the end of the chapter. And also Peter talks about it in Second Peter chapter 2. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person because he is doing wicked things while he sits among the church as a brother. One of the women in our church group had an abortion back before I had ever met her. And we were talking about that one day, and I said, well, you wouldn't do that again, would you? And she said, no. See, it's perfectly all right to ask that question. Establish the church. The things of God are for the church. And the church are those who follow God by his spirit and are born again. Revelation chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus said to the church at Sardis, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Some will be blotted out of the book of life because of sinning after they have had the knowledge of the truth. And Jesus says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you.